0: Podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the UCL Fantasy Podcast. You are back this week with myself and Lewis as we go through our Match Day 3 reviews. We'll see who is winning out of our menage a trois as Ed is on holiday. And we'll also be asking some of the community questions. Okay, Lewis. So, I have a feeling we may have had some very, very different uh, experiences for the previous game week. First of all, how are you doing, my friend?
0: Yeah, really good. Glad to be back. It's a shame Ed's on holiday, isn't it? Well, you say that, card. but
1: I, I actually haven't checked his score. I've not looked at the app since because of how bad... My whole Wednesday experience was uh from a Champions League fantasy football player to a Newcastle United fan who was actually yeah. at the game. Uh yeah, it was it was horrendous. But uh so I, I don't think I've got a leg to stand on to take the Mick out of bed this week. You do though, I'm sure. I'm sure you're about to rub it in all of our faces <laughs> about how great you are and how Lewis is back. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's been an interesting week, hasn't it? It's been a really interesting week um, because I think I'd wildcarded as well, didn't he? Pretty sure he used the wildcard last minute uh, this week.
1: Yeah, I think he might have. There were some issues coming into the game so, uh or into the match day. I had to limitless wildcard and basically I had three injuries and then we heard the news about the Inter Milan rotation. Hmm. I felt with five players out, that was enough to say, well, I should probably limit this wild card. It was an unmitigated disaster. And if I hadn't have made those that decision, I just went with two free transfers or even maybe taken a hit. Oh, I would have been feeling a lot better this week, Lewis. I would have been feeling a lot better. Um
0: We'll start case, with Ed's team,
1: and then we'll move into yours. Actually, we'll start with Ed's team, then we'll move into mine. We'll get all the dross out of the way, and then we can go into yours, because you had a blinder. But Ed finished the week on 54 points. Uh, his wild card was activated. You're absolutely bang on. He captained Harry Kane for nine points, doubled to 18. Bellingham got him some points. Sané got him some points. Uh, Trippier got him a couple of points. Kim got him a Got him five points, as did João Mario. Not the Benfica version, the the other one from FC Porto. Uh, a f- few other blanks in there. His team looks fairly well set up for the next few weeks, and I don't think he's going to be too disappointed with it in terms of what his team looks like. But in terms of points on the board, uh, disastrous. Absolutely disastrous for him. Uh, for me, oh my goodness gracious, I feel like uh, I feel like I just don't want to do this. <laughs> I start with it. I start with the good. We'll move into the bad after. So I brought in Di Lorenzo for eight points and Cavarselli for nine points. Got Bellingham seven, Harry Kane's nine, Leroy Sane is four. In my original team, I had Raum of Leipzig, and on hmm. my Limitless Wildcard, I took him out for. Uh, Henriks, oh, Henriks got zero points. <laughs> <laughs>
0: round off of 13. Yeah, that's a hell of a swing, isn't it? It's one of those. It's a do You know what? It's such a 50 50 decision, that isn't it? From Henrix to round.
1: Oh Massive my god, swing. I mean, the overperformance of round was just unbelievable. I saw as well. I was, uh, obviously, I did. See, in James's Park, you don't get any signal, mm. but up on the TV screen in the corner, I just saw pop up uh, Leipzig 1 0 rome And I just thought, Oh, yeah, <laughs> this. I was just when I looked at the bloke, never met him before in my life. Uh, and I just looked at the bloke, and he obviously had no idea what I was talking about. and I was going like, to be a horrible nightmare, <laughs> and he was just like, What? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I mean, the fact that FC Porto banging four goals against Antwerp and Galeno gets absolutely subtle. Mm. I brought in Antoine Griezmann, who missed a pen and then scored the rebound. So he only got two points for his goal, when I could have had Morata. Uh, I captained Lewis Serpenda, when they score three goals at home against uh, Svenna Zvezda, and he gets absolutely nothing out of that. Mm. Uh, I put Jano Black in the ball against sure. and against
0: Celtic. They conceded twice to Celtic. Put my head on I'm a pre- blender, Lewis. I'm pretty sure Opanda after that game scored two back to back braces yeah. in the league. Yeah, he did, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah, he, isn't told, it?
1: not, yeah he, he scored a brace before this game as well. So in four <sighs> games, he scored three braces, and the one I captained him in, he got nothing. <laughs> oh,
0: that is rough. <laughs>
1: And it's not even like, oh, well, it's, you know, to the Champions League. Uh, you know, the tough teams. It's Venez Um, Yeah, it's taken... A, yeah, I, this is an absolute car crash. Looking at some other players, I, it's... Ugh, literally put my head through a car windscreen, mate. Uh, in terms of where I am, I it's just... I am lost at sea. 307k. It's just not good. It's just not good. But I tell you what is good. Your score this week, Lewis. So why don't you talk us through that? Why don't you raise the positivity levels on this podcast?
0: Well, do you know what? I obviously used the wild card this week. Um, and I, I I just, I couldn't I couldn't have even predicted to hit this, this amount of points and, and, and the difference between um, you and Ad. Because I honestly thought that you guys would kind of go for a similar team to what I did. You know, we we, we kind of talk about all these players, don't we? Um, constantly you know like the likes of Chabby Simmons the likes of Bryce Mandas. and so I am I am a little bit surprised that I suppose you two didn't have similar teams to me um to begin with we we've all we all went quite differently didn't we like this week um but yeah so in, t- in terms of my own score I ended up with 91 points so I ended up rising from 400k to 90k which is a massive, um, it's a massive rank rise and one that I kind of didn't expect. I thought it would take me time to get back into, you know, the least 100K. But yeah, I went for Morata. He was pretty quiet throughout the game and he come out of nowhere with a header and scored. Kane obviously did well. Haaland, um, 10 points for his brace. You guys didn't own Haaland, right? no. So <laughs> uh Chavi Simons, he was someone I wasn't gonna keep in my team actually. I was gonna include Olmo. Um so that was a, that would have been a, a well it would have been a What made
1: you what made you do that? What made you think I'm gonna keep Chavi Simmons? Because you obviously were banging the Olmo drum.
0: Yeah, I just I just felt that Olmo had just come back. He'd only just played half an hour and have, there was there was a there was a risk that he wasn't going to start the game, um, or at least I felt there was. So I just didn't go for it. Obviously, he came on and scored. Um, so he so he made an instant impact, didn't he? But obviously, gosh, he, well, he's injured now. He, he he's dislocated his shoulder, yeah. so he's out until yeah next year. So um, that would have been a hell of a um, hell of a uh, hell of a poor decision. That I think. Yeah, Bryce yeah it is with Bryce Mandas. He just keeps on returning, and I've watched the games, and he's pretty much a central midfielder, but he just loves um, attacking. So he got he got nine points. Probably should have got player of the match. Uh, Bellingham with seven. Galano, another player that that I uh, that I had um, I expected kind of more from, similar to you, because obviously, yeah, all those goals and Evan Nielsen actually came on it the 44th minute and scored a hat-trick. So he didn't even play the full game. He just played like a half and scored a hat-trick. Trolls, Lewis. These are bloody trolls. I know. Um, Di Lorenzo, he got eight points. Uh, I went for Cancelo as well. He got three. Um, And David Rahm, obviously, as soon as he scored the early goal, I was like, right, okay, it's going to be a good week. Um, and I assumed that you and Ed would would have Rahm as well, to be honest. So, but yeah, I, I think the only decision didn't go well was and it was it, it was minute it was um somber to risnik and there was only a one point difference so it's very yeah, relevant really so yeah overall overall 91 points and i'm i suppose i'm happier about the the rank rise um really happy about the rank rise from from like 400k to 90k because it means that i've got more kind of time to get back amongst the you know the top players now yeah, i'm also they, really happy to be to be Ad. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> after he was given at the big licks last week.
0: Yeah, because do you know what? Do you know what was funny? I checked the league before that match, and I'm pretty sure I was thirty or forty points behind Ad. Um
1: Ed and I both had a really good Tuesday. Wednesday yeah. was beyond a car crash. Everything that could go wrong went wrong. I subbed out more points than I earned back. It was awful.
0: Yeah, it would have been a wreck because I, I mean, I had quite a lot of players on the Wednesday as well. Um, so it's quite happy with that, but yeah, no, overall, it was, um, it was a you know, I can't really complain. Um, and yeah, hopefully, we can hopefully, I can keep it going.
1: Well, with that, we'll move on to some Twitter questions. We'll try and keep it brief, uh, for this podcast. Uh, and the first question. Basically, it's going to be a non-starter because we are going to answer this in the next one. And that is from Super Saud. What is your best limitless team and must-have picks for match day four? So we're going to go through all of that uh, on the next podcast. So please give that one a listen. Um, So the next question, here we go. From uh, Samajwal FPL. What to do with DeMarco and Turam? They've been rotated a lot, especially in the Champions League. And if so whom should I go for? So I think that's obviously, he's alluding there, if he was to take them out, who would you go for? So Lewis, first of all, what do we do with them? And secondly, if we do anything at all, who are we bringing in?
0: Well, it's an interesting one, isn't it, Nzaghi? Constant rotation. Um, What I have noticed is that DeMarco has only started one Champions League game um, and Dumfries has started three. Um, So that's an issue, isn't it? You know, when, when you've missed, yeah. when you've not started two Champions League games, that's like a red flag. Um, I've also noticed that Taran, um, he's playing every league game for Inter. Um, so that's worth remembering as well, because obviously for me, Nzaghi is prioritising the league. Um, yes, he is. It, it, it feels like that anyway, doesn't it? Um, yeah. I think with Inter at the moment, they've I'm pretty sure they've got some rough fixtures in A at the moment so I think they just played Roma and they come up they've, they've got Atalanta on the weekend which is going to be tough um, and then after that they've got like Juventus frosting in Napoli so it, it's just a it's just a nightmare um, and the league's pretty close as well um, only a couple of points between Juventus and Milan so for me I can see that rotation continuing. Um, I'd be tempted to kind of switch from potentially. Well, firstly, it's 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 worth keeping an eye on the game, isn't it, on the weekend against Atalanta against um, I think it's Atalanta um, because if if Terram is is if their minutes are managed, Demarcus and Taram, then they're probably likely to start the the Champions League yeah. game. Uh, but if they play the full ninety, then I would be. I'd be really concerned about both of them. I'd probably be tempted to to probably switch Demarco to Dumfries. Dumfries is less at risk of rotation. Um, he just he just feels like a just feels like an easy switch. Or you could probably I don't know drop to or move to um, the likes of Di Lorenzo um, because they play Union Berlin next, to, I think have lost the last eleven games straight, which is a joke. Yeah. So in regards to Taram again, probably watch his minutes because if he doesn't play much, he'd be someone that I'd be looking to bring in um instead of Galano because he is injured. Um who's yeah, injured. injured? Galino. Galino, yeah. So he's injured at the moment. Um and this is probably we'll probably discuss this on the next pod. But yeah, he's injured and apparently the and when I spoke to some um Porto fans, they don't like Galano I don't know why, but they don't like him and see, see him as just a Champions League player, they think he's they think that their team plays better without Galano um, which I couldn't really get my head around um, but yeah, so Galano is obviously going to be an issue, but I think if you're again, if you're looking for a, for a Taram replacement potentially you know, you've, you've got loads, you've got Chavi Simons, Bryce Mendez similar kind of prices
1: yeah, I agree. So I own both of these players uh, and mm. I think DeMarco's pretty much got to come out and it's going to be for Di, Di Lorenzo. I think it's going to be like for like on mm. that one. Uh, Turam, if Galino's injured, then Galino's more of a priority and I've still got, because uh, I a limitless wild card, I've still got Osman up front. So I've got some stitching to do. I think it's very likely personally that I'll take a hit to get my team sorted for the next few weeks. Just get it done early uh, but yeah I agree I, th- I think I Di Lorenzo is the best to- I- I'd, pro- I'd honestly probably stay away if you've got like from Inter Milan defenders if you've already got summer uh, just they've kept one clean sheet in the three games mm. I don't think that's amazing just take the four and a half million keep it from them and run in my opinion uh, the next question This is from Mr UCL Fantasy Player. So thanks for your question again. I know that you had one on the last one. Keep Hoyland or switch to another cheap forward. Players often score against their ex-clubs and Man United need the win, but they're also playing very bad at the moment. Any other cheap forward recommendations? I want to take this one. As a Newcastle fan who watched Newcastle's C team absolutely rip Manchester United apart the other night, and also Man United not really playing amazingly well against Copenhagen in the first leg, uh, I wouldn't go for ha- uh, Highland. I really just don't see the benefit in Man United players. I don't care who they're playing against. They're in absolute disarray, both from an organisation perspective, but on the pitch. I don't, Ten Hag hasn't got a clue what he's... Tr- what tune he's trying to play out of these players? They're defensively all over the shop. The players don't seem like they're playing with confidence in attacking areas. Um, and I appreciate the Man United team against Newcastle in the League Cup was a little bit B-teamy with Martial up front and no Rashford and had Hannibal in the middle, and uh you know Bruno didn't start, things like that. But look at Newcastle's team, I think they played five full backs in the game. Emil Kraft hadn't played for 14 months and he's playing out of position and they couldn't do, they couldn't create anything. Uh, So, and that was still with Anthony playing and they still had Garnaccio who regularly plays, Mason Mound. I would not go anywhere near any Manchester United players. I think if you wanted someone cheap, my recommendation would be, and it's something that I'm going to look at myself with Aussie men, is, um, is Jimenez. I think mm. Jimenez is a really good pick. Uh he got his two goals in the last oh, did he get did he get two goals or one goal in the last game? He got two goals, didn't he? Yeah, and, he's got a price. And, yeah. And he had one disallowed.
0: Mm. I'm player uh, of the match.
1: Got player of the match. So I think I think Jimenez at Fire probably the best the best replacement that I think will just do a job. Uh, I'd obviously recommend a Pender, but I've been burned. He'll score a hat trick. If, if anything, a Pender'll <laughs> get a brace, and Jimenez will do nothing now, because that's the way that life works. For all, for anyone that doesn't know how it specifically fantasy football works, uh, Lewis, anything to add on that?
0: I, I just totally agree. With regards to United, um, it just looks so poor. I watched the Copenhagen game, and they were up- they were actually unlucky not to lose that. Like Copenhagen were really good, and they came close, and United didn't really have much so yeah for me Hoyland is, is, is probably a sell I treat Hoyland as a fire actually and, and and just get rid of him because his minutes are also getting managed as well which isn't what yeah. you want so yeah he, he is an issue Then we've got uh, Jeremy
1: at Jez FPL in the weird position of really liking my 15 man squad but have a 5 Tuesday player 10 Wednesday player split thinking of ditching Ottomendi and Dumfries for two defenders from Barcelona, Porto, or Atletico Madrid. Do you think this approach is worth taking? If so, who would be your pick of defenders from these three sides? Uh, Do you want to take that, or do you want me to take that, or...? Do you want to go.
0: Well, we can both have a go I suppose. I just you no know, I just I'm not keen on that. For me, I think Atletico are going to concede, Porto probably concede and Barcelona might concede away um at Shakhtar. So for me, um I would probably I probably ditch Otamendi um with the way that yeah. Benfica are playing. But I I, I don't know if I go out of my way to sell Dumfries. I mean, we know you know Dumfries has got nine attacking returns this season, which isn't a joke like it's. It's kind of like attacker numbers. So yeah, I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be um ditching Dumfries. I
1: agree. I totally agree. I'd get rid of Otamendi if if you need to. Um mm. and then I'd hundred percent keep Dumfries. He's not Demarco. If he had Demarco, then I understand because he's minutes. But Dumfries, I think you can I think you can keep a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Uh in terms of who would I bring in from Barcelona? Porto, Atletico and defence. I think Atletico will be different at home than away. So I'd probably say bring in an Atletico Madrid defender, keep an eye out on the weekend uh, in terms of, especially with who's fit and who's not fit, but maybe I think Hermoso might be too expensive. So you could maybe go for Savage. uh, What is
0: worth mentioning? Sorry, Dan, is that, um, is that Kounde was actually on the bench for the El Clasico. And so he. Good news. Yeah. So he looks like he could. If, I mean, if if he plays on the weekend, then he's going to start, isn't he? Um, yeah. Five million. You can't go wrong um, with, that, with that.
1: Yeah. I, d- I don't disagree with that at all. In terms of your 5 10 Tuesday, Wednesday split. I do think that's a little bit of an issue where you probably want it to be a seven, eight split, but you know, even if it can just be a six, nine split, that's, that's Mm. fair. But five, 10 does feel like a lot. Uh, but then again, you know, I had a lovely Tuesday, Wednesday split last week and I got my ass handed to me. So those were the questions for this week. Um, Those were our scores. Obviously, we will be back with another podcast after this where Lewis and I will be going through basically all of match day four. We're going to try and pick out uh, some differential picks. We'll be obviously going through the positions as we normally do, trying to evaluate maybe if players that have maybe underperformed, but we think we could get a tune out of over the next couple of match days based on the fixtures that they've got. Uh, and we will also revel in the fact that Ed is still on holiday and not with us. Uh, so we get a lot of peace and quiet and a lot less interruptions. Isn't that right, Lewis?
0: Oh, 100%. It's
1: been nice. So thanks so much for listening. First of all, uh, please don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy UCL Pod. You can follow Lewis at FPL Reaction. Is that right, Lewis? It is, yeah. And you can follow me at UCL Fantasy Pod. I know that's confusing because that's the name of this podcast, uh, but I nabbed it first and I'll never give it away. If you want, you're welcome to obviously <laughs> jump onto our Twitter, ask us questions. You can DM any of us. You can DM the podcast. You can add comments onto any of the posts that we've done, and we will try and obviously get back to you. We'll also be posting out when these, uh, when these are to go live on Spotify. Give us a five-star rating and don't forget to leave a review if you've enjoyed it, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Podcast Network.